the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the uh, Seth Leibson Show, 602-508-0960. Got the kind of question that stops all work, which is why I was just a little bit late to um, this uh, this top-of-the-hour open. I'm sorry. Someone asked me if I could mention who the greatest living bass players are in light of the passing of Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. And I was um, that's the kind of question that uh, stops all work. Um, there's two kinds of questions that will totally stop me in my tracks um, if you ever want to do so and throw me off and discombobulate me from a train of thought. One is about anything about music and the other is almost anything about food. Music and food will stop all all work here. Just note to self or note to y'all. Bill, what are you doing with that? Uh, Sasquatch topics are interesting as our magnum. Yes. Sasquatch. Okay. Among the things, I'll start again. Among the things that will throw me off my train of thought is interjecting anything about Sasquatch, anything about food, anything about music, and anything about Magnum PI. Have I covered the bases? Those are the only things I know anything about anyway. (laughs) Rick is in Phoenix. Welcome back, Rick. How are you? Well, thank you very much. It's good to be back, and it's so good to be able to talk to you. Well, I have been making a lot of – you too as well, sir. Thank you. I've been making a lot of a quote lately, and I think you gave it to me. Is it possible you gave me the C.S. Lewis quote from God in the Dock that I've been using so much? I thought it was you. It may not be, yeah. but I, yeah, it, it was. It was, yeah. Well, I've gotten a lot of mileage out of it. And and I'm glad you have because you. it's a powerful quote. Yes, it is, and true. Very powerful. And true. Power, yeah. Powerful in its truth. Yes, I've powerful been – Powerful in its truth. I opened, yes, I think the, I opened the show today with it. Yeah. I think it's – it's appeared almost every day this week. Yeah, I've I've heard you use it several times. This is and the week for so, it, though. It's know. so apropos to our current uh, existential uh, situation, isn't it? Well, it is. And for those who are unaware of what we might be talking about, it's a quote from C.S. Lewis's uh, book, God in the Dock. And, and I'll just give the first uh, sentence, and anyone else, including you, can say anything you want about it or move on to whatever you want to talk about but just for the so those who know what we are talking about of all tyrannies a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive which is what i think we're seeing now from this administration especially when it comes to public health exactly exactly and you know what seth every time you read that and every time i hear that it just makes me cringe because it is so true it is so true. I mean, these people are absolutely convinced that they're right, and they're absolutely convinced that they have, uh, you know, they have our best at heart. And and that is 180 degrees from where the nation was founded. Right. So that gets us to the last line of the quote about these busybodies or these tyrants. Let's call them what they are. That's who he calls them. He says their very kindness st- 
stings with intolerable insult. Mm -hmm. To be cured against one's will and cured of states which we may not regard as disease is to be put on a level of those who have not yet reached the age of reason or never will to be classified with infants, imbeciles, and domestic animals. That's exactly right. That's what a paternalistic government does. It yes. treats its subjects as subjects rather than the sovereign. It treats itself to different rules than it treats everyone else. Mm -hmm. and, and it removes from us the word the left forced on us, our agency. I use the word right. sovereignty. They use the word agency. I don't care. But it makes all of us... Nothing more than subjects subjected to their whimsy. Very true, very true. And how prophetic was that, to be cured against our own will? Right, right, <laughs> which we may not be regarding the need to be cured of. Right. He says their very kindness is an intolerable insult and attempting to cure us of states which we may not regard as a disease. And mm -hmm. this is the problem of the mask that I know right. everyone wants to foist on everyone who's not wearing one. It assumes, or rather presumes, presumes right. that everyone in God's green earth is sick, or right. at least everyone in America mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. either sick or has the virus and is unaware of it yeah well okay as a, as a, as a, as another listener said to me you know it, it's odd we have to talk through these things these things are so fundamental but as a listener emailed to me in what other scenario aside from general rules of safety and non-negligence do i have to do something affirmatively to protect someone who is doing something potentially risky. In other words, Rick, why do I have to change my behavior based on my beliefs, which I think are based in more science, but it's irrelevant. Why do I have to change my behavior based on my beliefs because someone has different beliefs and refuses to change their behavior? Exactly. Well, they happen to think I'm a moron or worse, I happen to think they're socially or mentally inept or worse. Yeah. And I don't know why mine's the behavior that has to change. I refuse <laughs> to be a walking billboard of continual and constant fear. Right. This is right. not a sick society. Right. Well, and... Seth, I think it is highly indicative that there is something else going on. And that kind of gets me to what I was initially calling about. First of all, I wanted to tell you that I love listening to you and Rob mix it up. Oh, thanks. Yeah, he's great. He's great. When you two guys are talking, it's like there is some serious smarts going on there. Well, there, there may or may not be, but we, <laughs> but we, we, we get each other. Yeah, I know, and it's great. I love listening to it. But what it reminded me of... I had a listener yesterday write in, Smitty, he called in uh, yesterday. Yeah, he's telling I us about Smitty. Yeah, yeah. His, he well, was, I don't know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him yeah. the way we, we all know each other. Right, and right. um, 
you went to class with him. You went to school with Smitty or you go to school with Smitty. Um, uh, he was talking about our mutual backgrounds. He was talking about being also a swimmer in college, uh, uh-huh. an athletic competitive swimmer. And he wrote me afterwards saying, you know, I used to play the trumpet, Republican, grew up here, grew up there. Was it possible you also <laughs> were a swimmer in college? No, no, no. My, my, uh, my athletic prowess ended after high school, and the best I could muster for varsity teams was tennis. So, well, now wait a minute. You did get to. You were a swimmer that one time that a bunch of those bullies threw you in the pool. No, 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 you sank, no huh? I wasn't. I sank, man. I sank. <laughs> I sank. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What now? Well, wait, Bill's contributing. What, Bill? I would be embarrassed to give someone a good 5K on land. See, this is what oh. happens <laughs> when Bill talks running. It's like me talking football. Uh, yeah, th- this is the problem. If he said 10K, I'd approve. Uh-huh. But the idea that I'm going to go run a 5K, uh, sorry, Bill. That's, that's, yeah, that's your distance, not mine. Yeah, that's. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, listen, let me, let me make this really quick because I think it's a, it's very important and worthy of, uh, mentioning and consideration and addressing. That is that I've been reading a good bit about the bureaucratic state, and last year in Imprimus, I think it was, is it Beth McDonald? I don't know. Uh, she did, she wrote an article on uh, uh, the CDC and the whole fiasco about this uh, 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 pandemic and all this stuff, and it it just occurs to me, and as I observe things, that that the maybe the greatest challenge that we face in this country is the bureaucratic state. We've got all of these people who are invested and who are covering, excuse me, CYA, uh, who who are uh, intent on building their fiefdoms, and you know, it just is. It's an enormous snowball that keeps getting bigger and I don't bigger. want people to think this is insignificant either. Yeah. I mean, the only reason they are less brazen about it is because we are now a cameraed society. Mm-hmm. The only reason they're less brazen about it, though they try, is when they go to the restaurants, they get pictures, and when they go to the hairstylists, they get videos. Yeah. They yeah. try it. They push it until yeah. they're caught. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Seth, it is great to talk to you, brother. Thank you so much for your time and for a, a terrific show. God bless you, and I'll just keep on listening and listening. God love you, Rick. Let's let every uh, let's have everyone say God love you when they say goodbye. I love that expression. God love you. Thank you, Rick. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Open lines Friday, 602 Portions of this show are brought to you by our friends at Cool Touch Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. For all your air conditioning and plumbing needs, I want you to think of and call Cool Touch. If you have a plumbing problem, if you have an air conditioning problem, if you're in the market for a new system, 
Cool Touch is the company to go to. It's the one I use. It's the one my family uses. It's the one my friends use. Great customer service. The kind of company you think of when you think of great small business, great customer service. You have to experience it to know what I'm talking about. Just so polite. And they do what they say. Right now, they want me to let you know about a brand new spanking air conditioning system that doesn't have to turn on and off and surge power, creating larger power bills to maintain the comfort of your home at the temperature you desire. It's a system that is effectively like a dimmer switch on a light where it runs continually to give you the exact room temperature you want with the greatest amount of savings on your power bill, whether it's that system or any other, an inspection, a repair. Give my friends at Cool Touch a call, 623 623- Seven three four one nine three two, or visit them online at cooltouchac.com. And as usual with Cool Touch, kick back and relax. They'll they'll keep you cool. Cameron is in surprise. Hello, Cameron. Hey, Seth. How you doing? Sir? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, other than the heat. <laughs> is it really that bad today? I guess it's a little humid. Have we been deprived yeah, well, of the talking point outside. that it's a dry heat here? Have we been deprived you know, of that talking point? Well, fire is a dry heat, so I don't like that one. Well, so is a hairdryer. Right, yes, it's a dry heat. Have you ever put a hairdryer in your face? Tell me how comfortable that is, right? Yeah, good enough, Cameron. Good enough. Well, I just wanted to touch on uh, something you said earlier. It sounded like you almost caught yourself, but then you continued. Um, You were talking about being told to do this, not do that, and you kind of went through X, Y, Z and ended up saying... Do Z and then do not Z, which sounds a little on point, don't you think? Well, I think what I said, and if I didn't say it this way, I apologize, but I I think what I was saying or trying to say was do X, do not X, do Y, do not Y, do Z, do not Z. Isn't that what I was saying? Uh, Yes, and I'm fully on board with that. I just think that the ending kind of sounded more like Nazi? Oh, 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 I'm with you. All right, do A not A, do B not B, do C. No, I can't do it with C or Z. (laughs) What am I to do, Cameron? It doesn't work. Well, yeah, they're telling us what they're doing. Oh, my gosh, I wasn't even in that mind uh, frame of mind. But, yeah, I could see how you would catch it that way over the radio. Sure. Seth is telling right. people to uh, be Nazis. Okay, no, let's just yeah, let's just clarify for our our, our friends in the lib, in the um, in the left wing media monitoring uh, 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 what 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 shall we call it memory hole supervision department right. uh, that I was not saying people should become Nazis. No, but on on that point with the you know going back and forth and changing their mind. Um, I thought about this just the other day, and I'm kind of surprised I haven't heard it. Maybe someone has already said it, and I just, you know, wasn't wasn't there for it. Um, but in 2016, President Trump ran on MAGA, Make America Great Again, right? Yes, sir. And he, he received so much flack for that, basically saying, who do you think you are saying that America isn't great? Right. There was some and of now, that. that it, it, again, it was A, not A, B, not B, because they were saying that 
But some were saying, like the governor of New York, America was never that great. So pick your leftist argument, but let's stick with the one you're working on, <laughs> Cameron. It's hard to keep right. up with their arguments, but we'll let's work with that. Exactly. Yes, who are you to say America was never that great? Right. Right. Well, and then, so if, if they're saying that we, you know, we weren't great and we're going to make it great again, they give them hard, hard time for that. Yep. And now their point is that we are not great. We have never been great. We're just founded on a bunch of you know, racism and slavery. And sick. We were founded on slavery, uh, slavery and racism, and and we are a sick people in a sick country. Right. Which if if and the people making a, work, and and the people making the people making us sick are morons and Trump supporters. Right. Which we all know is not true. But they're going to keep running with this narrative. They're going to keep running with it in so many different ways that I have no problem at this point showing that I think, I think, I think the dunce cap belongs on their heads. When you look at this CDC study, Zudi Jasser is going to come in and talk about this too in a little bit. But when you read this latest report from the CDC, when their effort has been to convince Americans to get vaccinated and it's the patriotic thing to do. And they put out this study today that shows the fully vaccinated in the community of concern that they were studying, that the fully vaccinated did worse right. than the unvaccinated. One has to wonder why they think we're the dunces. Right. Well, I was already not convinced to take it to begin with. I understand. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, you now know, you have I, a CDC have... report. Now you have a CDC study. <laughs> exactly. Right. And just when is it that they are going to wake up? Because I, I have friends and family members that are totally on board with all this leftist crap that's going on. And I'm like, how is it that you look at me and say I'm in the wrong? Yeah, I, 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 I guess that's a good question for them, Cameron would be name one thing in the last eight months Joe Biden has made better. Just ask him that question. I'd like yeah. to know what the answers are. I literally would like to know if anyone in the audience has an answer. I'd like to know. Well, or even another good question is name one truth that Joe Biden has said, because I refuse to call him President Biden. I'm going to use their narrative and go with not my president. <laughs> you know, that's the funny thing. They're going into vaccine they're blaming us for vaccine hesitancy when last year it was Joe Biden and Kamala who, for political purposes, because we're not supposed to politicalize this vaccine or this disease, but for political purposes, they both last year said, if Donald Trump tells us to take the vaccine, we're not trusting him. Now, Joe Biden is telling us to take the vaccine and we're supposed to trust him. We're supposed to trust him. I, I, I trust him as much as I trust what he said Two months ago. You tell me which to trust. Joe Biden from two months ago or Joe Biden today? If you're vaccinated, don't mask. Let me repeat. If you're vaccinated, don't mask. Now, if you're vaccinated, which Joe Biden you want me to trust? The problem is Joe Biden says anything that gets him out of the moment. Anything. Got to tell you something. Churchill was right. It's hard to look up to someone when they have their ear to the ground. Seth will be right back. But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. The various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. 
Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Listener Steve said all of this is well presaged by all of C.S. Lewis' works, whether it's God on the Dock. He said it's men without chests as well. I said, you know, someone, uh, I'm thinking someone, ought to, someone clever ought to write a book about the transgender movement, women without chests, men without. Anyway, uh, let's see. Where am I going to next? Mar- uh, Mark in Phoenix. Hi, Mark. Hi, Seth. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. Actually, I was driving to Verde Valley to see my parents, but my radio died, but I'm still connected to you, so I was happy to... to oh, thank you. Here. How does a radio die? I'm curious. <laughs> it just went into a different channel on the, from uh, the 960, so... I, 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 I didn't know there were others. I, I must have crossed over into some other zone or something, but... Rap but, yeah. music probably but is I, the only other alternative, I'm guessing, but okay. <laughs> I'm glad to have you, Mark, whatever it was. Yeah, I'm I'm loving the, the show today, and and I'm a little I'm a little torn because I am a conservative. I'm a Reagan, Reagan-era conservative, so... Um, but I did get the, the, the vaccine, and I'm kind of mad right now based on... As I was driving up here, and you're telling me these numbers, I was like kind of ticked. Because it almost seems pointless. At the, at the well, a co- you know, first of all, let me let me. You're, you're giving me a good opportunity to say something I, I would normally have said, and I forgot to. I want everyone to read it for themselves too. Don't just take my word for it. I, I really do encourage <laughs> that because it's possible that someone may walk away with a different conclusion. But I'm just giving you the raw numbers, and I'll verify them and validate. Yeah my conclusions with Zudi Jasser when he comes in. But interesting what you said too, Mark. It's only the second time I've heard someone tell me they're mad they got the vaccine. That's an interesting thing, vaccine remorse. I haven't heard yeah, that, but my guess is we'll hear more of it. Yeah, I didn't really want to get it, and the only reason I got it is because I felt like I didn't want to get sick again because it, we we did get COVID. You got um, it after you got COVID. Again. And my question yeah, to you yeah, is: so Did that, you have any negative effects? Um, a little sleepy, and and that was it. Uh, a little tired, but uh, not so bad. It, so was, not yeah, so bad. Not okay. so bad. Good. But however, it was like I was hoping that you know have this have this euphoric feeling, like oh, I'm I'm I'm. You're good to now. go. You can travel. You can yeah, swim. Right. You can visit your parents without a mask, <laughs> and you can kiss your wife without a mask. According to Biden's statements, yes, but uh, and now not. As you were saying, numbers. Though, I was I was trying to do some in my head. Yeah, you know, thirty percent of the people that that didn't get the um, vaccine or in this study, um, it's possible that okay. The I think the key point here is that there was only five five people. So why are we panicking over? Well, that really is it. Uh, you know, Mark. That really is the point. At the end of the day, let's remember, let's not lose sight of the fact that even if you get COVID, heaven forfend, heaven forfend, you have a 99.5% chance of survival, you know? Right. Better than skin cancer. Exactly. <laughs> Which I had and I got I got over too, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, I don't mean to make light of it. I, I'm, I'm intimately no. familiar with the no, problems no, of skin cancer, and it can be very serious. But I'm just saying we talk about COVID as if it's a death sentence, and it isn't. Mm-hmm. Someone says, well, it depends on, you know, a lot of other factors. It can be. A lot of people have died from it or with it. I said, yeah, and right. skin cancer can be too. But the first thing any doctor will tell you, I am guessing, and we'll ask Zudi 
when they find that you have skin cancer, the first thing they'll probably say is, but before you get too freaked out, this is not a death sentence. Yeah, exactly. So it's all kind of relaxing and kind of, I think a lot of credit should be given probably to Trump because we wouldn't even be where we are today. Well, well let, let me without, let me let me let me go credit. further as I'm thinking about this point that you raised, Mark. It's a good basic point. Let me go further about it. We see these studies of cases, cases rising. Do we know what percentage of those are asymptomatic? In other words, right. what point is there if you have it and are asymptomatic and can't transmit it to someone else? What 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 why the why the concern? Why the concern? Right, exactly. The only the only thing that happened that was concerning was when the hospital started filling up. That hasn't happened again, and so why why put a lot of emphasis on on masks and and vaccine when when it's it's subsiding? I think the point is is that we've all we've all we we had our we had you know the point where we went through and everybody worked at home and took care of the business and. And tried to stay away from others and that sort of thing, but to shut businesses down, I've, I never really agreed with that. And it starts worrying worrying me and my family when they're talking about it again. It's like seriously, you know, at what at what point does it cause more harm than good? Yeah, this this goes back to the iatrogenic uh, causes. This goes back to the whole point, Mark, of the cure being worse than the disease. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, bless you. Thank you. We'll be right back. All right. Who are the greatest living bassists? I emailed a dear friend of mine who I think is a phenomenal bassist, and he said he'll give me more, but he'll throw in Ross Valerie from Journey. Stanley Clark, an obscure name, one Tony Levin or Levin, amazing creativity in his approach to the bass is a foundational element, a unique driving force element, and a what the hell was that and why is it working so well in the song element. I like that. Thank you, Dimitri. We're asking Dimitri Sanis here. I, uh, I'd throw in uh, Benjamin Orr, and he said he would too if he were still living. But Dimitri, 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 let's let's not bury the living. Last I heard, uh, uh, no, I th- yeah, my bad. I was going to criticize Dimitri. He's right. Ben Orr passed. I was just looking it up. I thought Benjamin Orr was still alive. Two members of the Cars are now the two founding members of the Cars are are no longer with us. Okasik and Orr are gone. I guess so. Sunrise, sunset. Jeremy is in Mesa. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, Seth. How are you? Um, I am doing okay. Uh, I'm calling you because my wife is a nurse, and she works for Banner, and they've given them an ultimatum. And she's freaked out because she's dealt with patients that have, and, and I understand that that kind of biased her, right, with these vaccines, but patients that have had severe reactions to these, and we don't have data on this. At least I'm not. I don't haven't read anything on it. Like, what is the likelihood of that happening? And what are your your uh, core morbidities that make you susceptible to that? 
I only know, well, I know two things. I know that there's what's known as an adverse event reporting system, and online you can research uh, adverse events from the vaccine that the government is keeping track of. It's been a while since I looked. I have been reading news reports on it, and it's interesting how obscure some of this is. I anecdotally will tell you I know of, I think most... The majority of people I know, and by majority of a large majority, the majority of people I know have been vaccinated. Uh, Of that majority, three got very, very sick after being vaccinated. I mean, very sick. And it went away after three or four days, but it was like a very bad case of COVID, just short of needing to go to the hospital. Kind of that point where you say, should I go to the hospital? And then you kind of no, no, no criticism of your wife. You just <laughs> sometimes that's not right. the, if you can stay away from the hospital. Most people try. Right. So that's all I meant to say. Right. Um, so I, I can't speak to that. Um, uh, not 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 in a scholarly way or in any any kind of way that indicates I've done a lot of research on it. I've been reading mostly reports on it and know, and, and, and taking track anecdotally. But there's enough out there now, especially with this study that the CDC thinks is supposed to convince us to make us ask, what is it that they actually know and know with a degree of certainty enough that they're going to maintain the position they have long enough for us to live through any adverse conditions we may have for following their decisions. That's not a lot to ask. That's not a lot to ask. They are asking us to make, in some cases, decisions that can have permanent consequences, including the masking of children, while they change their mind dramatically and completely every two months. Right. And don't you dare talk about it. Well, or just trust what they say most recently. And if that's the rule, then I'm going to look at this study that they just put out after a week's worth of people begging them for information. And I'll say, Lucy, we got a problem. You have 469 COVID cases in a community that's 70% vaccinated and 75% of those cases are of fully vaccinated. And 80% of them who were vaccinated were, no, excuse me, of those who were hospitalized, 80% had been vaccinated. And not once, but fully, fully vaccinated. So if I'm working off what the CDC wants me to believe, I see a lot less by a factor of three hospitalizations for the unvaccinated than the vaccinated. And Joe Biden said yesterday, this is a disease of the unvaccinated. I don't doubt, I don't, you know, I got to tell you, I don't doubt. I have no, I, 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 let me just put it this way. I am willing to believe and do believe that most of the hospitalizations around the country probably are of the unvaccinated. But don't put out a study that I'm supposed to take as gospel showing me the exact opposite when you're telling me the other. 
I just wonder, like, I know some politician, like some mayor in Texas, was prohibiting the mandating of shots, and I just, I wonder how, what other people feel about that. Like, where are our politicians on this? <laughs> allowing it to be choice still? Well, most, but not all, most political officials who are Republican tend to believe in individual sovereignty and individual freedom. And they tend to believe that the more the government grows, the more it errs. And I think we've seen this in sharp relief. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, that is its full official name, has utterly failed in its mission, unless you think 500,000, 600,000 deaths is success, changing basically an entirety of political leadership over this disease because it was politicized. I don't care what anyone says. It was politicized. It absolutely was politicized. When the vice presidential candidate and the presidential candidate say they don't trust the president on vaccines, they were the first to politicize it. It was politicized. But, you know, at that point, Jeremy, where Republicans believe in individual freedom and individual sovereignty and distrust the government, we have seen in sharp relief why. The government, with the snap of its finger, can shut down your business, take away your employees and their paychecks, and remove from school your children, while closing churches, synagogues, and recovery meetings. If the government can do that with the snap of a finger over a disease you have a 99.5% chance of surviving... Be afraid. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks. God bless you. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Chuck Mangione and Jeff Tysick there on the trumpet and flugelhorn. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Rima is in Scottsdale. Hello, dear Rima. Hello, Professor. How are you? I am well, sweetheart. Better for talking to you. How are you? Wonderful. All praise to God. All praise I to God. I am all praise to God who gives us a wonderful deterrent to uh, and a fighter of all diseases, which is the immune system. Nothing can beat that if only we believe, right? Well, I think if we believe and if we do things also to boost our immune system, right? Exactly. That's the name of the game. You know, there is a difference the way this disease or any disease will affect someone. And uh, the first uh, thing you want to really do to protect yourself is be in good shape. Exactly. And eat right the way, you know, God created the fresh vegetables and fruit and uh, and, uh, eat from the old all good things uh, in a moderate way, and exercise. And my husband and I are both. He's just 27 years old, uh, months uh, older than I am, so one month. Uh, and we're 66 years old, and uh, we're fine with all this. I mean, the older it, it, the older the person, they tell you, the greater the chance COVID will negatively affect them. And what's odd to me about that, and all the data bears that out. But what's odd to me about that is that, and I don't know if you've seen this too, Rima, 
the older the person I have run into, the less afraid of COVID they are. They're not afraid at all. Yeah, the only theory I have about that is, you know, they've had some life experience and they've seen good and bad and they know that the crisis industrial complex shouldn't dominate their lives. That's the best I can come up with. What's your reason? What what do you think? I think because we're not terrified every time something, you know, viruses and plagues, that's from the beginning till the end of time. We're not afraid of that. It'll come and go. We had the flu. We had the the cold. We had cancer, heart disease, it all by the grace of God, it just never happened last year, right? Right, right. It just disappeared. So, so you know, you, you get a cold, you get a flu a, a couple of days, and then, you know, you're fine. Uh, actually, the flu symptoms, a lot of people tell me, uh, are a lot worse than the COVID. Can be, been. can be. Uh, and, uh, you know, it def- you, it's hard to put a, an a obviously blanket statement out. Sometimes the COVID will affect people much more dramatically than others, right? I mean... Yes, but we should not be forced to take something experimental or otherwise by unelected officials. You know? Or elected. Elected or unelected. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We never, <laughs> voted, we never voted for the CDC. So I think uh, this is the time that everybody should really rise up about this. And I see a lot of people regret having gotten the the. Vaccine. Yeah, I'm noticing and, that now more and more. I'm and noticing a lot that of people more and more that that uh, my friend had her daughter get the vaccine and then she gave it to her. Yeah, I'm. I yeah, I, I'm seeing that more and more. Rima, stay strong, dear. We're gonna. We'll prevail here. We'll prevail. Thank you. God bless you. God Thank bless you. Too. Have a lovely weekend. You do the same, Doctor Zudi Jasser. Coming right up and in.